Hello and welcome to another edition of the 16-Ounce Canvas, the Art of Craft Beer podcast. My name is AJ Kearns and I'm your host here each and every week as we do our part to introduce you to the artists and designers from around the world who help bring some of our favorite beers and breweries to life. This week is no different. This week's a great episode, episode 120, featuring the amazingly talented, humble, and just all-around good dude, Mr. Ryan Adams. You can find his work on Instagram, as well as his website, Ryan Writes on Things and RyanWritesOnThings.com. Check out his business. He's also a sign painter. Better Letter Hand Painted Signs.com. A very short uh, URL and domain name. So he likes to keep it short and simple. So check that out. So, yeah, this is a great episode. Um, we really were excited to have Ryan be a part of the project. Not only is he a great artist, he's from Maine. He's really part of our main series of, of incredible artists and just showcasing what a great place Maine is. You know, we try to get, you know, there's so many great artists out there and we're excited. We, you know, we have you know, him on and we've had so many others. You know, it's kind of a three degrees of separation, if not with you know, Maine up there. You know, he most recently just did some work over at High Roller. And really, you can kind of just see how these things evolve and how these people are supporting one another. And I think that's one of the my favorite parts of this whole project is because it's done with this. It's really genuine. It's done with the kindness and appreciation and admiration for others. And most of the time, unless they're partners or in a company together, teaming up in some way, there's really no personal or you know professional gain from it, other than wanting to see somebody else succeed. And enjoying the work that they do, and I think it's just kind of a you know a larger theme you know for life and for you know, how we do things. You know, I know a lot of times for me personally, especially even doing this project, there's there's events that are happening or, or things that'll come together. You know, I think, man, I, I would have been great for that. Why didn't somebody reach out to me, or why didn't I get included in, in that opportunity? And you know, I would be lying if I said I don't get jealous sometimes, or I don't you know whatever. And and speaking to these folks and speaking to them just how natural it is to drop a fellow artist or recommend somebody else to me or shoot me an email and say, hey, you, I know you had me on, but you really should have had this guy on or you should have her on and she's wonderful and look what she's doing and he did this. And it's it's really, it's pure. And so it's episodes like this and the, you know a lot of the crew up in Maine who helped me to, you know, this isn't a self-help podcast or episode but help me you know be a better person be you know more introspective and look at things in my life and i think that you know everyone takes something different away and some episodes are just they're fun some episodes i learn a lot of professionally some episodes are tough you know tough to get through the interview that you know there's not a, a connection there and other ones you know are just uh are just cool to do and so it's uh each week i you know i think about the episode because i probably listened to it about three you know, probably about three or four times by the time we're finished with it. So I listen to it, take some stuff away from it, and try to really see, you know, how this, you know, how how it's going to kind of register with me. And so this is a good one. Ryan Adams, you know, the work he's doing, he's doing these really 
vivid, super saturated, you know, graffiti mural style work. And I, I absolutely love it. And I'm hoping that we can find a way to work together. And so if you follow along with him, you'll see some cool stuff. You know, Navarre Res, you know, in Portland, it's one of the, the best beer bars in the world. It's definitely a stop that we hit every time we go to Portland. Somehow I want to join the Chalice Club. I'm not in Maine enough, but I feel that if I was a member of that, I'd find a way to, to get up there even more. So I don't know. Next time there's an opening, I'm just going to drive up there and, you know, put my name on the list and see where it takes me. But that's for, for another day. If you don't know what the Chalice Club is at, uh, at Navarre Res, then you should, you know, look that up. But it's probably one of the coolest things in beer. It There's a vault there. So I think the space used to be an old bank or had an old, just has this killer vault and uh carla the beer babe took me there and showed me in the back one time her husband's a member and you have a list of hundreds of beers and you have to tick each one off you know it's it's an elaborate amount of beer you have to drink but it really is a it's a great example of the, the range styles appreciation for beer and you know once you do that you have this chalice and it has your name on it and you get the key to the vault and you go and you drink out of this kind of ridiculously sized glass you can basically get yourself a bigger pour it's uh it's an, a lot of places have like the mug club but this is kind of next level shit so um yeah much love to the crew over there see you guys in a few weeks so yeah this is episode 120 ryan adams ryan writes on things ryan writes on things.com reach out to him shoot him some messages for commissions and stuff like that i know he's got some cool shit coming up that we're really excited about i'm aj this is the 16 ounce canvas 16ozcanvas.com 16ozcanvas on facebook twitter and instagram we have a great summer planned we just announced the hubbub which is going to be the art of craft beer event in bridgeton maine we're teaming up with Will Holmes of Standard Gastro Pub and All Roads Hub, which is a brand new space. It's kind of a community WeWorks location. It's going to have, you know, supporting local farms, distilleries, beaneries, businesses, you know, have in-house marketing. And really, it's kind of a, just a great example of why we love Maine. And Will is just a, a great ambassador and somebody that I've had the pleasure to connect with um, with our annual you know pilgrimages. You know, loved his food. You know, he was curating a killer, you know, beer list. And really, for at that time for us, felt like the middle of nowhere. Now it feels like home. And, you know, learned that he was a, you know, listener of the podcast. And we've, you know, we've been friends ever since. And so, really honored to be able to team up with Will. We'll be, uh, you know, releasing the different artists that we have. We're going to have some killer food trucks. We're going to have live music, maybe some live art. And it's just going to be a great way to, to kick off what he's. You know, dealing with the community up there at the All Roads Hub. And so look for more information about that. Theartofcraftbeer.com. Follow along. And uh, it's going to be another amazing adventure. This year is going to just be even better than last year. And we thank everybody who supported us last year at the Keller Bell. So let's get into it. Episode 120, Ryan Adams. Ryan writes on things. He spray paints on things. He doodles on things. And he kicks ass doing all of it. So here it is. Without further ado... My new friend, Mr. Ryan Adams on the 16-ounce canvas, the Art of Craft Beer podcast. Hello, and welcome to another edition of the 16-ounce canvas, the Art of Craft Beer podcast. Very excited to have us today checking in, an OG Mainer, Portland, Maine, Mr. Ryan Adams. 
Uh, you can follow along with his work on uh, Instagram, Ryan Writes on Things and RyanWritesOnThings.com. Thank you so much, Ryan, for being a part of it. Like I said, I've been a big fan of your work for a long time. And so it was just, uh, I was pretty psyched that you, you did a beer label so we could just uh, find a reason to talk to you and learn about all the great stuff <laughs> that you're doing. Yeah, man. No, thank you very much for having me, dude. It's an honor and a pleasure, man. Appreciate it. All right, folks. He said it. Yeah. So you heard that. We record that. We're going to run that one on a loop back and forth for a while. He says, honor and a pleasure. But if you haven't followed along with Ryan's work, he does amazing murals, you know, really vibrant colors, you know, mix of, you know, graffiti, handwritten signs. He actually works with one of our previous guests, Will Sears. They have a, you know, he's co-owner of, the, of their company. Uh, better letter hand printed uh, hand painted designs so he's just uh, he's doing it and he's making some beautiful pieces you know they're really exciting you know when you see them come across your stream you go through you know on the website they're just full of color and life and they really just kind of embody you know why we love this and we think the power of art you know makes the world a better place and you know Ryan's leaving his mark all over the place and uh, it's great to have you hey thank you so much for the kind words that's a Quite, quite the intro, man. Appreciate yeah, it. yeah, no, I mean that. Thanks. Yeah, I could, I could, I could ramble on all day about it. I mean, I really, you know, there's just some really <laughs> great pieces. You know, I think that they're, they're fun. They're exciting. You know, I, I love the, the, you know, the, even the one you did of yourself, which is fucking awesome. You know, it's, <laughs> yeah, yeah. I mean, that's yeah, just that like was a, that was a risk. That was a risk, but <laughs> yeah, it worked out. Yeah, it worked out yeah. well. That's, yeah, it's for a bio photo. It's, and he sends me, I mean, I had seen it already, but it sends me this mural of himself, like, you know, tongue, like, hamming it up. It's it's pretty awesome, yeah. <laughs> yeah, that was fun. And I was at the uh, the Oxbow event they have every year. It's Goods from the Woods up, up in their Newcastle location. And they've actually had us paint, like, every single year um, that they've had that event. And, like, you know, obviously, as Oxbow has grown, the events grow, and it went from like one little tiny space to like a decent sized wall to now it's like pretty much I don't I don't even know how many feet but like a whole bunch of us paint it's just a blast. Yeah, I mean your your stuff's all over the place. You know, uh, I think some of the more you know the ones I think the f- couple first ones I saw were at uh, Navarre Res. You know, you, you do the kind of yeah. the deck there. You know, it's just uh, you know people. Sure. You know it's good. You know you're doing good stuff. But people like it becomes like the Instagram or like the. Everyone gets their photos in front of the, <laughs> front of the murals, like to you know, to blow it up. So yeah, it's really, uh, but which is great because you have that graffiti style, and then you also have like, you yeah. know, you're really you know the the hand on you know quote unquote simpler stuff. So it's really just shows kind of the you know the versatility of what you're doing, which is which is what you really can ask for, especially with your business. You're really bringing mm. people's vision to life, and your 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 versatility is killer. Oh, thank you so much. Yeah, I mean, I, I, I tell like some of my friends that they're like, man, I like hop around from them. I, I kind of get like, I don't know, I don't, it might sound bad, but I kind of get like bored easy doing stuff. So like, I feel like I have to try different things. Like, I, and I like the challenge. You know what I mean? So it's like, oh man, okay, I haven't tried this style out yet. It looks. Let me try to figure this one out. Do some research. Da da da. So like, I don't know. I, I feel like that whole kind of. Uh, versatility if you will uh just comes from just wanting a challenge every time you know and and just trying out different things and getting out of my comfort zone right uh, yeah i love it man so so this is uh this is you know this is where you get to kind of be you know talk about yourself what you know how did you kind of uh like you said we were talking before you're 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 a tr- tried and true born and raised you know how did you yeah. kind of how did you find your calling to you know doing you know doing painting and murals you know is it something you've always you know sure. been, been doing 
Yeah, yeah. It's a kind of, I guess, an interesting story. I, I think it's interesting. I don't know. But, uh, yeah. So, uh, yeah, like you mentioned, born and raised here in Portland, Maine, which is, like, kind of crazy rare nowadays. There's so many people that come in from out of town. But, yeah, I'm from right here and just grew up, uh, actually grew up with um, one of the owners in Novari Reyes, Shaheen, there. That's kind of how I got that whole connection. But he's, like, one of my closest buddies. We've been running around since we were children. But, yeah, we uh, grew up here just painting, drawing, like, was always kind of doing that in the house. Like, my dad's side of the family um, were most, mostly artists, actually. One of my my uh, great uncles was a, an oil painter in the Virgin Islands, did these realism paintings of, like, the women in the family. I remember as, like, a little kid just, like, seeing being just so enamored, like, how do you do that with a brush and paint? So, like, I've always kind of been curious about it and just kind of tinkered with it, just looking at comics watching cartoons and drawing what I could and then um I think it really just kind of got serious when I started uh painting graffiti a little uh a little later in life like I was always kind of like a little hip-hop nerd like listening to rap music break dancing DJing all the fun stuff kind of went through all the <laughs> all the different uh spots there all the different uh areas within that hip-hop world and then found graffiti through um I had an after school teacher when I was young she she gave me a copy of Subway Art which is a book by Martha Cooper and Henry Chalfant and it chronicled the 70s and 80s New York City uh train movement so like the subway graffiti movement and like it was just the craziest thing I mean you know I'm in Maine dude like we don't have you know subways or anything like that like I I saw this stuff in this book and I was like, oh my gosh, what is that? Like, how did they do that? You know, just all the questions. So since that day, essentially, I was just like on this quest to learn more and, and figure it out. And, you know, started kind of meandering around having an active childhood and kind of got, kind of got hooked to, uh, to drawing letters and just like, high contrast like super saturated colors like I, I honestly like just I can't remember like a certain time when it clicked that this is what I really wanted to focus on but it just kind of like I don't know I was just I was just into it and um like I said the challenge you know like it was always something new to work on and I still feel that way so yeah I got into painting graffiti and then um through that, like, you know, I just, uh, I would do like little side projects for buddies here and there, like just drawings and things like that. Um, but the way I got into doing murals, like professionally was, um, there was this, this, uh, restaurant that burned down, um, on right on like Congress street in Portland. And they have these big boards up, right? Like, and I, and I was like, Oh, I'm going to paint that. So I, I actually knew somebody who knew the owners and I was like, Hey, will you ask them if I can paint that? And it was like super haphazard. And they were like, yeah, sure. They said, it's cool. Like I didn't, you know, I was like, yeah, I'm going to paint it. So I went out there and did this like big, huge painting with like two buddies of mine, like middle of the day. And, um, the owners actually saw it and like reached out and were like, Hey, like we need to find who did that. We want them to paint our new space. So, I was like, you know, like, what, what do you mean? Is this some sort of trap? You know, <laughs> like, what, like, what are you talking about? You want to pay me to do this? So 
yeah, that was kind of like my introduction. All of a sudden, I'm like in the, the meetings with the architects and the designers and everyone, and they had me paint like a bunch, like they had me do their signage, they had me do like a bunch of walls inside of their new spot, and that was kind of like when the switch was flipped, I guess. It was just like, wow, like, you know, like being in that whole graffiti world, you're just kind of in this, I don't know, you're, you're shunned by the majority of people, yeah. and you don't consider what you're doing is like a trade or something that's marketable um so so yeah like kind of getting outside of that and getting that exposure i was like oh wow like shit like we actually have like a skill set here that like not everyone has that we can you know apply to you know like making making somewhat of a career or like you know just kind of beautifying spaces with this like with permission so like yeah that was yeah you don't have to run you didn't have to run right yeah yeah, exactly. Yeah, so I was much more relaxed. Uh, so, so yeah, that was kind of my uh, my introduction into that world. And um, with with Portland being Portland and so small, you know, especially like growing up here, it's like you're pretty much one degree of separation. So like somebody sees something and they're like, oh, like who did that? And then kind of has the snowball effect from there. And yeah, just I was always painting and geeking on letters and that eventually led me to uh sign painting and uh kind of you know learning that trade which was you know circling back to this meeting a challenge thing Whew, yo that was a crazy crazy steep learning curve like that was <laughs> like I, you know i was painting letters big on walls for years and then all of a sudden someone hands you a lettering quill and it's like hey we need this you know done with enamel in you know however many hours and you know, lines are need to be perfectly straight. You know, you know, like the widths consistent. Just, it was a totally new ball game. So, uh, yeah, shouts to Will on that one. Will Sears, he he's a buddy of mine. Before that, and he was, you know, I was always kind of like a little bit interested. But once I started kind of taking it a little more seriously, he was like, "All right, let me uh, let me show you a few things." And that's how the sign painting came up. And yeah, no, I mean, I'm kind of rambling right now, but it's like, you no, know, this is great. Both of the worlds kind of met, and that's that's how we got to where we are now. No, I think it's great. Yeah, no, yeah, ramble on, my friend. I, yeah, folks, yeah, a lot cool. of <laughs> yeah, no, yeah. Guests get all worried. I'm like, that's the best part. I don't. If it, I mean, that means things are. That means things were on the right track. And yeah, I think it's really. I think that's awesome. The fact that a that they were so open to the idea of you, you know, extending that, and you're just like, well, I'm just gonna do this, and they they're like, yeah, yeah, whatever, and then they saw what you did, and were like, shit, that guy, we need that guy. Who who is that guy? We agreed to let do that shit, yeah. and so kind of come <laughs> yeah. back, come back full circle. Totally, yeah. No, it was a crazy kind of, um, you know, obviously I, I kind of on some some cornball shit, but I think everything happens for a reason, and like at that moment, you know, it was like kind of this. I was still very young and like, you know, still trying to figure out life and, and what I was going to do. And I just know I had this love and this just obsession over something that I didn't feel like anyone really cared about or like appreciated at all. So I was kind of like, this is my own little thing. But then once I kind of, you know, got that chance to provide a service for a business that really appreciated it. And you really helped like transform their space. It was like, Oh wow. Like, cool. Okay. Maybe, <laughs> maybe it's not just me and my buddies. Like, <laughs> like maybe this is uh, something that other people would like too. So yeah, man, no, it was a strange, strange circumstance, but all, all worked out. 
Yeah, and if you, like I said, go to you know go to Ryan's you know, Instagram. You can see what he what he's doing. But your lettering, you know, those some of those pieces that you do with the work. I mean, it's such a unique way to bring those together. You know, your non traditional stuff. You know, you can scroll through, and it's a really common you know theme. You can see the early days. If you go all the way back to you know you doing it with acrylics and what have you, and just oh, yeah. they're they're masterful. I mean, they're real. I mean, I, I think it's just you, amazing man. how they're all how it's able to all you know intersect with each other and you know they're it's a piece of art in itself in of itself with the patterns and you know what have you but then yeah when you pull it out and you see what you know it's it's lettering but it's like a whole ne- it's like next level lettering so it's really great <laughs> to see how that's really just kind of evolved over time you know it's it's a really you know, it's kind of one of your signatures yeah yeah i think you're um, you're mentioning like the geometric style pieces i'm sure but like yeah that, yeah man no I, I i appreciate the kind words like it's that was one of those things that like in that whole, in, in the whole like graffiti world, it was at least when I was like younger and involved in it, it was like, it, like the, I guess the most important thing was having your own style and having like something that's yours and recognizable. Like even if you completely change the letters, people know that it's your take. And the fact that we're using letters like symbols that you can only change so much before it comes something else completely like i i don't know i was just always super psyched on that idea so that kind of geometric style like i mean you know i'm not the first person to put shapes and <laughs> letters together but i also wanted to kind of use some of the skills that i had acquired through painting with spray paint um which kind of allows me to do those highlights and shadows and stuff to kind of bring things forward or back and make pieces move and things like that so yeah no it's uh it's i mean i i love that style and i want to keep running with it and yeah keep, keep trying out new things yeah now how did it with i mean i've never i've actually i've ever i think i mean i've used spray paint probably like to like spray paint a chair you know what i mean like but like yeah. how, how did how how is it like because going back to the early days like it's not as socially acceptable now the idea of like spray painting a mural as it was you know, yeah. back in the day, we kind of joked, but, you know, I mean, I mean, I grew up in Philly and, you know, we had a whole area, you take the, oh, the yeah. L or the subway and it was just all these killer pieces. Yeah. But, and I had a couple, yeah. a couple dudes that was, you know, my class and I knew like, it was not only like to be efficient, but you had to be quick as shit. Cause any second you'd be, oh, yeah. you'd be running your ass off to get down the block. <laughs> like how, how, like digitally I can go, I can just unedit stuff. You know, we, we fuck up something here. I can just cut it out. Like, how is that? Yeah, because yeah. like, in and of itself, like the spray, like the, to me, spray painting is just such a mystery to me. Like how, how, are you, how in the early days yeah. were you, are you practicing spray paint without like blowing up, blowing up your spot that that's what you're trying to do? Yeah, no, I think that you kind of touched on two different things there. Um, first, I guess just like with, with getting to, to know your way around spray paint and just kind of, <laughs> I, I guess, learning it and then the speed are like kind of two <laughs> two separate things but it all comes or at least it all came with me came to me by just painting so when i was younger and still active it's like you know you'd have to search out spots that you could actually maybe get a few minutes or however long to do this thing and nor- and you really don't want to be there long so <laughs> you 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 start to learn like you gotta hit this in one shot you know and 
that's uh that's i think kind of where the speed part comes in because like yo i only have so many minutes like i gotta make this right and then in regards to like just learning it and getting good at it and controlling and manipulating spray it's you just have to suck for a while you know <laughs> like i think that's kind of what it comes down to I mean, with anything dude i i feel like i uh i kind of went through that with the brush too you know like and um that's that's when i like whenever i like, speak to like younger people or kids or you know anyone that's like interested in the creative field i'm like yo don't be afraid to totally suck at something for a minute because that's what needs to happen you know and the, I mean, obviously, it's like the internet and social media, it's, there's so much pressure to like make everything so awesome every time and like, you know, click worthy. But man, I don't know, like, if I had my old stuff, plaster all over the internet, I would, ugh, ugh. <laughs> <laughs> it was like, you know, but that's how you learn, you know, like you have to really just stick with it and, and keep trying and keep trying and eventually it'll click. Yeah, it's uh, yeah, yeah. I I agree. I mean, I think if you, even if you listen to the earlier episodes of this, or when I started, I did the kind of my my kind of early days was I did college radio, and I have the tape of the first hour I ever oh, did, yeah. I ever did, and it's it is fucking. I I couldn't work the equipment. You hear me like fumbling, <laughs> like segueing into a break, oh, and there's just yeah. like dead air where like I thought I was at a commercial, and you like hear me this dude like trying oh, to figure. No. Yeah, it's so, but like it was college radio. So, like, I think they were at that point, I realized like early on, I was like, well, they're just happy to have a warm body here. Like, they're giving me oh, at, like yeah. 17, oh, yeah. 18, like an hour on the radio. I'm like, they don't really give a shit. And probably then, then you like learn the details about the frequency of the antenna. And it's like, oh, I don't even think I could hear this in my dorm room, like across campus. So, like, no. so I think once I kind of like, oh. well, it could be worse. But yeah, I have that first tape. I, I have to get it digitized. But, it's, it is awful. Yeah, it is awful, yeah. So, yeah, I totally, oh, yeah. I totally, I totally I agree. Do you have that first, do you have a picture of that first piece you did, that kind of that pivot point? That, like, uh, you know. The... Oh, wow. Uh, <laughs> um, I have, uh, let me think. So, uh, with the geometric style, like the stuff that um, I'm, I'm doing a lot of work with now, um, I do have my first painting because I started – you know, drawing it and, and painting it first, uh, just trying to figure it out. I do still have that. And I, uh, <laughs> I like to think I've come a little ways with it, but, <laughs> but yeah, no, it's, um, and then even actually, yeah, no, I even have some photos of like my first attempts with spray paint. Like it's, uh, that, that's actually, you know, it's a, it's a good idea. I should dig some of those things up and yeah, man. post them and be like, yeah, dude, you know, like, this is, you know, like, this is where it, it started off at. Um, yeah, what was your, did yeah, you, no, what was your tag? Did you have a tag? Like, what would you throw up? Um, I'm not, I'm not going to put that one. Uh, uh, that's what, that was my next, that was kind of my segue with that. I was like, I don't think this probably yeah, no, being an OG Mainer, like, you can't really say like, you know, like, you, yeah. <laughs> like one degree of separation and, you know like i was <laughs> i was i was a young kid at the time like just, just being, yeah, a, right? being a moron so yeah right yeah, i don't like, want to put that all right all right there, but, all right well yeah all right cool yeah. I, I respect yeah. that yeah i was gonna <laughs> say yeah the, 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 the cross reference that was some you know police uh vandalism things and be like what the fuck yeah exactly exactly <laughs> i like like my luck it'll be like one guy that like I ended up doing a mural four years down the road and be like, wait a minute, my dad owned that building. And I'd be like, you know, yeah, yeah, yeah I'm good. I'm good. <laughs> now, 
like is that is that how you see things like do you when you look at stuff like i mean are you like is that always how you are like i mean the geometric shapes is that kind of part of how you envision words now when you're like i'm gonna do this project like how what is that process like to to bring it to life like when you because you recently did one for um i think you did a piece for samsung and it's like it's definitely a different style but it's still kind of that you know it's kind of the evolution of the the letters without just being you know typeface like what is your process like because it's it's super unique i really i mean like you said you're not the first person to use letters in their work but like i feel that you really you know, you really made that, you know, kind of, you know, part of, uh, you know, your arsenal and it's, it's killer. Yeah. Thank you, man. Um, it's, it really depends, you know, because like with the, with commercial work, um, it's always kind of that dance of finding the middle ground between what you think is best and what the client wants, you know, like it's, that can kind of change things a little bit. Um, but I, I definitely try to get, with commercial work, try to get a grasp on what, where the client's head's at and kind of what the hot buttons are for them and what they're looking for in regards to the design. And I will do that before I start drawing anything, like sit down and just kind of pick their brain, you know, maybe have a brainstorming session the whole nine. And from there, that's when kind of the drawing starts. I like to draw and having those things kind of in the back of my mind, if it's for a client, you know what I mean? Um, so that's, that's where things start. And then in regards to like putting it together, like actually like forming it, um, you know, it's usually based around letters, a lot of the geometric stuff. So, you know, the client usually has a word or a saying or something like that. Um, and considering what the saying or the word is, if they don't have a specific color palette already picked out, I try to go with something that feels like what the saying or the word is, you know what I mean? Like, I don't know if that makes any sense, but uh, my wife shouts out to Rachel. She is like a color genius. Like it's crazy what this woman can do with like spotting colors. She's a, she's a printmaking major at Mecca. So she's a, she's another art kid. Um, but yeah, so I, I try to get <laughs> my color scheme together, and then I always have to pass it by her, and she'll be like, yo, you're tripping, this is terrible, or she'll be like, yeah, just this one out. <laughs> um, but yeah, try to go with like a color palette that kind of feels or works with, you know, whatever the, the saying or the letters are. Um, I'm naturally driven towards that super saturated kind of like bold, almost like graffiti color palette, which isn't everyone's cup of tea all the time, but like just from painting large, I think, and just uh, kind of having my base be like, you know, it's like larger than the person. It's not just like a piece of paper you're holding in your hand. It really like stands out. And like, uh, like we were saying earlier, like, um, you know, those bright colors in public spaces can completely transform that area. So I think just having that be my base, I'm always kind of driven towards like, all right, what's going to like interrupt the eyesight, you know what I mean? Like what's going to, you know, make someone be like, whoa, what is that? Um, so yeah, just kind of go with the, the, the colors from there and then start constructing it. Um, you know, obviously with personal work, it's a little less, a uh, little less dictated by, you know, other, other people's wishes or, you know, client needs, things like that. Um, so I'm able to just usually, if it's like a saying comes into my head or some listening to the music and I hear something, I'm like, oh, snap, I should like do, do a drawing with that. Like that 
is where it usually starts from there. Um, yeah, yeah, that's kind of how it's constructed. Yeah, and it's cool. Yeah, and and yeah, Ryan's recently done. You know, there's the the Childish Gambino piece. You did an Anderson Pock piece. Like you did. Oh, yeah. they, I really those are. Yeah. I really like that too, which is impressive. The ability to, you know, bring that that energy, but have it be you know have it be more, uh, you know, almost kind of like I don't know, photo, I guess photorealism, but like meets graffiti. It's yeah. like it's cool. Yeah, it's uh it's really nice to to see that you know, that ability. Like it's not abstract, but it still has that that graffiti vibe to it and you know it's yeah mm. yeah that's that's kind of like my uh, my own personal kind of goal for the next year i was like i gotta tighten up on the realism with spray because i mean you know like we mentioned earlier like i i'm like addicted to the challenge of like something different something new and it's like you know i spray paint letters all the time like why not try to spray paint some realism and it's you know you do it once and you're like oh yikes <laughs> and then it's just like i gotta get better at that and yeah no that's kind of a personal goal for the next like year or so try to try to tighten up on that one and we are back you're listening to the 16 ounce canvas episode 120 featuring the extremely talented and down-to-earth man, Mr. Ryan Adams, who also is Ryan Writes on Things. What do you think, folks? It's an easy interview. It was just real laid-back, honest, good perspective, and I just had a lot of questions. I've always been fascinated by spray paint, and I think it's just really cool. You know, as I mentioned, you know, growing up in Philly, there's tons of graffiti and stuff like that and, you know, around where... I went to school or on the way to school and you'd always see it all over, you know, these buildings when you're riding the, the L. And I was just always amazed. I mean, like like we talk about, you know, back in the day, it wasn't, you know, as socially acceptable and you weren't having businesses, you know, commission graffiti pieces. You know, people were throwing them up and doing these elaborate, you know, murals, I guess, at the time or pieces in the, you know, the dark of night and just kind of, you know, making it happen. And so it's just really, you know, the colors, it's always been fascinating to me. And it's something, I don't know, it's a weird thing I would love to just, I don't know, there's like not really like a place to go testing, you know, or learn how to spray paint, but I definitely is something I would love to, love to check out at some point in the future. And I just, I love what Ryan's doing, especially his, you know, the geometric kind of super saturated you know topography type stuff it's just really unique and it's a cool way to do some stuff and i just think that he's a great example of an artist that we we're just following along with and hoping that he was doing a label and so when he teamed up with good fire to do that great label which we can't wait to uh drink some of those beers you know we're coming at you good fire we'll be up there in a few weeks and already you know, the folks over there already reached out and we're definitely going to go in there and see some of the I know some of Ryan's work is already there and it's just been uh, it's been great you know as part of our, our main series you know we have Laura Bramley on in a few weeks and you know we even when interviewing her she was you know talking about good fire and all the great stuff in that that part of town so really it's excited you know to have another main artist Ryan's is a good guy you know uh Really want to uh, send good vibes to him and his wife. They're expecting their second child, as we talk about, and just really, it's just really an exciting time, I think, especially as an artist to, you know, what he's, you know, have, have two kids. He's going to be outnumbered, you know, rest up, my man. And uh, I think it's just really exciting because 
it, it, it makes things better. You know, have, being a parent is, is wonderful, and he's an artist, and he's just instilling that you know positivity now in the community with his family and so it's just uh it's really cool to, to see that and just really be able to share this with you so ryan writes on things ryan writes on things.com and as we mentioned before he is uh, the co-owner and sign painter at better better letter hand painted signs it is a mouthful folks but we, we do with love and uh check it out better letter hand painted designs painted signs excuse me see even i fucked it up so i apologize better letter hand painted signs.com if yeah because there's a d at the end signs it kind of looks like designs but i'm gonna stop talking now but check that out tell them aj sent you and uh let's get back into it part two ryan adams 16 ounce canvas you know what to do just sit there listen enjoy now with, with that I mean, what what is I mean, do you have a photo? I mean, what what is your kind of what are you drawing off of? I mean, do you have a photo of you know? I know. Did you have a photo of yourself that somebody took for the one you did of yourself? You know, and and are you are you are you sketching it out ahead of time? Like what what? That's always just kind of that's part of the mystery to me too. Is is sure. the, is yeah that process? Yeah, yeah. No, so like uh, <laughs> that picture actually that that we used for Oxbow. It was funny. Like I. Uh, <laughs> Uh, Will Will might get mad, but uh, Will won't get mad. But I told like at first I was like, "Yo, I'm gonna paint somebody's face huge, and I'm not gonna tell them. Like, I'm just gonna go and I'm gonna do it at the event." So I was like, "I, I said Will event. I'm like, Will, send me a selfie." And he was like, "What?" And I'm like, "Oh, actually, nah. I'm, I I gotta get a picture of you to paint for the." And he was like, "Not happening, dude." So <laughs> so we laughed about that one, and then I was like, you know, no one's gonna really like allow me to do you know let me just paint my own face on this wall and my wife took a picture of me the day before and I like you know I I blow it I, I blow it up to scale so it's kind of like you know I can get everything like not to scale but like I'll have a picture of this this shows like the footage on the wall or whatnot just so I can get my uh everything in place pretty quickly there because I mean you know I got a couple hours of paint um and then yeah I just kind of like like just for me personally, I'll like hype up the contrast a bit so I can kind of see where like those shades or those curves or something might be that you don't notice when you're just looking at a regular picture, but are really important to, you know, getting it, getting it right on a large scale. And yeah. And then I just like took a, you know, had the, had the drawing and I mean, not the drawing, the, uh, the picture of myself there and just let it rip. It was funny, like kind of, as you could see, people realizing what it was like the different reactions, you know, what I mean? like, yeah. at first, Oh, it looks like a person. And then like, you know, three quarters of the way through people are walking by and just like dying. Like, you know, it's just, like, it was, that's going to be you, man. Yeah. So do you, do yeah, you, exactly. do you yeah. use a projector? Do you use a projector or no? No, no. I, you know, I, I bought one like a few years back and I, they can work in certain situations, I guess. Like I've used them for maybe like two projects now, but that's it. Like, I'm just so used to like, just like, I don't know, especially with like lettering or design work. It's like, I like to get to the wall and kind of feel it. Like, I, you know, always, always have a drawing um, and an idea of how, you know, everything's laid out. But I've, you know, when you're, when you're going from small to large, especially on these walls, like you never know, there might be like a pipe 
over here that you weren't expecting or like a, you know, a dent in the wall that creates a shot. And, you know, you just kind of got to be able to, to move around a bit with it. Um, but with signage, like we, we use old school pounce and paper, man. Like that's kind of like tried and true. So that's, uh, that's how I do it with most like, you know, signage or enamel jobs. So all your, your, so your geo shapes and your letterings, those, all those lines, you know, given the intricacies and how they kind of intersect and overlay it, that's all, that's all hand. Like you're not, you're not, you're not doing anything with that. Like that's pretty, that's pretty dope, man. Yeah. No, no tape. Yeah. No, I like to just go for it. Like, like I know I've probably said this a hundred times now, but that's a challenge part of it. You know, it's like, I, I know that, you know, like, and I've, I've actually been like midway through a project and used tape on a line. And it's like, once you use tape one time, you pretty much have to start over and do the whole, cause it's like so different. You know what I mean? Like it, it just stands out as not having that like human feel to it. So I, yeah, no, I, I try to do uh, pretty much, yeah, everything, no masking, just kind of going for it. Wow, that's fucking next level, dude. So that's yeah, that, I, that's impressive. <laughs> yeah, man. No, Thanks. like I would get yeah, I get twitchy hand or I mean, not that you'd ever be hungover, <laughs> but I mean, being hungover trying to do that would be brutal. So yeah, you probably oh, dude. all sorts of life cha- all sorts of life <laughs> challenges, man. Yeah. No, I've I've, I've been there, man. You know, you, you live and you learn. Never again. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Come in nice and fresh. Do your stretches before, nice and hydrated. Yeah, a lot of a lot of holding your breath doing those straight lines. Yeah, and then, and then like I said, Ryan writes on things. RyanWritesOnThings dot com. You check it out. But there's a beautiful one you just did. It's, I mean, it, it just screams that the the Welcome to Norway one. I mean, I, I love that with the, oh. you know, the three D lettering, the, the the way it pops mm. with the you know the the orange and the kind of yellows in the background, and it just, it, I mean, it looks like Thank one you. of those this kind of like classic postcards you'd see. Like it really just. Sure. It, it, like we were talking about before, it brings the life to town. Like, you know, it's, and it's really great. Just, I mean, I love Maine. If anyone's listened to this podcast before, you know, Maine has become like a, one of our favorite places on earth. And so, you know, it's, uh, we selfishly try to interview, you know, as many Maine artists as we can. And there's a shitload of them, which is fucking, <laughs> which is wonderful. It's like, you know, I was like, yo, have you oh, talked to so-and-so? Have you talked to this cat? You know, so <laughs> It's, 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 you know, it's, uh, it's, it's wonderful. So yeah, that, that one, yeah, I think you just put that up the other day and then, you know, we're suckers for the lobster grilled cheese over at high roller. You know, they just did the expansion ooh, ooh, ooh. and Man. you just did a piece up there. Oh yeah. That is like, that is my jam. I, I always try to like be adventurous yet. You, know, you always should try something new, but I think I've had it like four, four mm-hmm. or five times now. I can't, I can't find oh, myself getting anything else. Oh yeah. No, that, that's fine. It's so funny. Like me and my wife were laughing about this because, like, you know, it's like you think lobster roll, Portland, Maine, like they'd be pretty much everywhere, right? Like a couple of years ago, we were living downtown and we're like, oh man, I just really want like a good lobster roll. Where can we go? And it's like, well, there's this one place, tourist trap, you got to wait two hours. Then there's another place that's like half an hour away, you know what I mean? And then all of a sudden, lo and behold, the high roller guys, they, they nailed it. They like, you know, they found that that niche and that that need for those and i mean oh yeah that's uh it's a vibe too like they they brought like they brought (laughs) it yeah it's i mean i love how they you know the color palette they like you know the red and white and like and everything yeah it has a kind of like a diner vibe to it it's not like a tv heavy place you know you know they they, you know working with pete and bringing in all the killer beers i mean it's just a 
Oh yeah. I mean, it's no, so it's, it's so smart. smart. It's so smart. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> you need like they should just have like no. they should have hammocks though because you just need like a nap after eating that shit. I'm just like oh. oh I know. I know. You go through yeah those lobster grilled cheese. Those are like extra heavy too. Yeah. Like, those, are, those are like put you right out. But I don't eat. I don't eat like I, yeah, I don't eat like the day before and the day. I'm just like all right. I'm gonna save up every calorie for this week so I can go there. <laughs> Yeah, those guys, are, those guys are the best. They just expanded a bit. That's too. what I mean. I yeah, yeah. Know. I haven't been up there since, but I yeah, saw your yeah. piece up there that like like the classic red and white, and they've got you know a mural in the back. Yeah, yeah I mean they're yeah, and they have the huge yeah, claw, no, and we've got the neon sign. Like again, there's like that's four or five different artists in yeah. that in that spot. It's like that's the thing. Yeah, those guys really tapped into a solid like I I feel a solid group of artists to like make their place that unique. You know, like. I, want, I, I know I have a wall in there. Um, my friend Spencer uh, McLeod has a wall. Brett LaBelle has a wall. Um, Tall Boy just came up and did that massive, like just slayed it, just absolutely crushed it. And then uh, Neon Dave is a guy who does like neon stuff around here. I'm pretty sure he's the one that did the lobster. And like, dude, it's, you know, like it's one of those things like you get, you know, just very, uh, very well curated, I think. Like they just made it, made it such an awesome space. Yeah, because I think uh, and I, I feel bad, but I forget who does. But there's like that wooden claw in there, and like that was the guy who did a mural at Bissell Brothers, and so like it just ties it all together. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, 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 yeah man. But yeah, I met him up there. Yeah, yeah, I met him. I think I met him at Oxbow. When I was up there probably yep. a year and a half ago when they had the art show with like Will and Carl Gr- mm-hmm. uh, Grandin and uh, oh know, yeah, all yeah, those yeah. cats. Yeah, yeah. so we, yeah, we we're probably standing right next to each other, but like. Yeah, and it was just I was like say, I was definitely there. Yeah, yeah, it was dope. Yeah, and so like it was cool because then Heidi introduced me to him, and they said, "Oh yeah," and I was a bit. Yeah, it's just like it. It's really and it's genuine too. It's not forced, and everyone like it's a place where sure. people can be successful and still, you know, be supportive of other people. You know, it's nice. Like oh, that might not. Oh. That's not my fit, but hey, have you talked to this person? Or hey, uh, you know, I'm gonna bring this yeah. person to collaborate with me on this, and it's just it's real, and it's. Again, vacation land is where it's at. I know it's gotten a little touristy up there. Oh yeah, but um, it's you know. That's <laughs> nah, all right. All about you know, that, yeah. We're all about that I lake know. life, and you know, yeah. We're, we're part of the. Yeah. I guess we're part of the problem, but I think we're promoting it in a positive way, and we're part of it. Yeah, we just, oh, yeah, we yeah. love it, man. No, 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 no. It's uh, you know, and honestly, like growing up here and just seeing the difference, like there's you know, there's good and bad on every side of it, but I mean, just having the people visit, having the people recognize it for as awesome as I've always felt it is, you know what I mean? Like that's kind of like validating and nice. And I mean, you know, just with more people, but you know, more businesses pop up, more opportunities. Like it's cool, man. Like I think, I don't know. I, I, it's tough. My wife and I were like, ah, you know, are we going to stay here for good? And like, I'm having a tough time with that. Like, I can't really find anywhere else that I'd yeah. rather be at this yeah, I mean well, it's up. To, February, yeah, it does get it does get cold. <laughs> you know? I mean, it gets cold to your core, but yeah, it, but it's it's that's I think that's why when, when it gets a little warmer, everyone's just like, all right, we you know we haven't seen this in a long time, so everyone's just ready. To, everyone's ready to get at it and uh, see each other again. Oh, yeah, yeah, so so it's yeah, it's great. Um, so oh, yeah. we we uh, we we wouldn't be doing our job, uh, but if you know we didn't mention uh, you also got to do a you know a really cool label. Uh, I'm new here which I think is, uh, it's nice to it kind of, it perfectly fits your style, you know, with good fire brewing. You know, how did that kind of, how did that come together? Yeah, for sure. So the good fire folks are a fucking awesome. The great, great squad over there. Um, but I did, so 
they ended up reaching out. Um, they wanted some some work done inside of their facility. They wanted a logo done, and they wanted um, uh, signage too. Because I don't know if you've been there, but it's kind of like up around this back area. So the signage was kind of key. Um, so you know, I kind of like developed a relationship with them from there. And I actually ended up painting um, uh, like one of the geometric style murals on the side of their building. Um, and that's kind of where, where it all like kind of came from. Like, so I, I painted that on there and then um, they actually have an in-house designer that um, kind of put, put all the pieces together here. Um, but they were like, Hey, listen, we want to use this. And I was like, Oh yeah, for sure. You know, like you guys are, guys are the shit so you know like that was kind of how how it came together and yeah the end result was was wild man like I uh I don't know I love it you know it's kind of like a you know it's a cool feeling seeing your stuff out there especially on yeah, something like beer you know, yeah especially you know, like, beer in Maine it's like yeah it's wild. like yeah it's everything right so I think it's uh yeah it's perfect because it's it and the color palette with like the green, like the lime greens, you know, mm. and, and you know, it like almost has like a, I don't know, like graffiti avocado vibe to it, but I don't know if that sounds yeah. cool or not, but it's <laughs> like, out. it's cool. Yeah. Yeah, definitely not. It's, it's that, uh, like I said, the super saturated high contrast, they like ran with it, you know, like they, and that was, uh, yeah, no, that's how that kind of came about. But shout out to those schools. Cause they're like, they're the, they're the best. Like we stopped in there. I, I let, I got a little two year old and, she just like runs around and everybody's like happy and nice, you know. It was a good, good, good spot over there. If you haven't been yet, definitely check it out next time you're in town. Yeah, we'll be. Yeah, definitely we'll do. Yeah, and yeah, and you also yeah. Once you got the when you, when you got the little, you know, you got the the little ones and uh, much love. You said you have a little one. On, you know, you're expecting number two on the way. So yeah, you go to yes, you go yeah. from zone to to back to man defense. We got two. So yeah. Oh I think, yeah, I know. I know. It's Everybody good, man. But yeah. You, yeah, it's like it's. Uh, we're trying to gear up for it as much as we can, but as you know, there's no. There's no. Yeah, I was gonna say. <laughs> like, I was like, the prep is there is no prep, man. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. No, we're we're psyched, man. I, I can't wait. Two. It's gonna be uh, two two little girls. So. Cool, you're outnumbered, man. Yeah, you know, I got two boys. So my wife's outnumbered. Oh, she oh. says there's way too many penises in the house. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, man, no, I'm gonna be uh, I'm gonna be completely outnumbered, but you know it's. Uh, It'll be fun. It'll be fun. It's already a lot of fun with a two-year-old, so I can't wait to have another one on. Yeah, and it's cool because yeah, if you follow along, you know, part of you know your story, you, know, you show you know folks, you know, you show the family side of it, which I which I really like. And as an artist, have you found oh. any? You know, ha, has being a father, you know, changed you know changed you know what you're doing and what you're creating, you know, your styles, you know, just or as a business. Yeah. You know, how has that impacted your your work? Yeah. Dude, that's like that's like a, a really really good question. Um, I thought like beforehand, I was like, oh my gosh, like I'm gonna be a parent. Like I I don't know, should I like have you know like, should I still be spray paint? Should I like change it over? Like oh, what if I blow? Like all these questions about kind of that, that ran through my head about the style and what I was putting out and like what kind of the effect I would have long term. Like if I did something that was just like I don't know corny or something and my daughter's like old enough to be like oh what are you what was this all about like I don't know different questions but the way that it actually changed things was the I feel like my productivity levels went up because the time to the time available to create is so precious and so 
uh, I shouldn't say uh, it's not rare because, hey, once again, shout out to my wife. We we do a lot of, you know, uh, planning uh, certain times where each of us can kind of get in the studio and get work done. Um, but, yeah, no, that time isn't – like beforehand when there was no kids, it's like, well, I could just chill here for two hours and then I can just start painting. Like, cool. Like, I'm, let me just sit here for a minute. I'm sure, as you know, when you got little ones running around, it's like, wait a minute, like, <laughs> somebody's got to be on the baby, somebody's got to be on cooking dinner, somebody's got to be on cleaning up, somebody's got to be on work, you know what I mean? So that time is so precious that I feel like in those moments where I'm able to be in the studio, um, I just, you know, it's all business, like get in there and just bust ass, you know? So I think that was kind of the the major change was just that, you know, the time allotted became less. And so in that time, I have to, I find myself doing so much more. And I guess that's the same with like job sites too. Like beforehand, it was like, yeah, I'll paint overnight. Like, don't worry about it. You know, like, just (laughs) let me get in here. And, you know, and and now it's like, oh man, you know, if I miss, miss putting the little one down, you know, you you think about it while you're there. You're like, oh shit, like I didn't get a chance to yeah. She's Zoe tonight. Oh, uh, and and so when I'm on those sites, it's like, all right, let's let's make it happen. Let's get it done. Like let's uh you know and yeah, I guess just productivity went up, which is I heard sometimes a byproduct of children, but <laughs> I mean this that's that's how it works. That's, that's how it ended up. Yeah, because I think that like you're saying, your time is maybe not monetarily more valuable. In a way it probably is too, but it's you you pick and choose projects because you're, you know, you'd rather, you know, you put in your hours ahead of time, but you'd rather be there for those little things and, you know, missing, oh. you know, you can miss a, you, you can miss a tuck in or, you know, a good night, you know, or I, I travel yeah. for my day gig, but like, I definitely mm-hmm. like those nights, like sometimes you're on the road or you're doing stuff late, like it gets a little lonely too, you know, it's like, man, okay. Oh, dude. And so yeah. you try to, you, no, can, you try to string it together, but it's, it really makes it. It, it kind of gives it more of a, you know, gives it more perspective. Even early on in this project, I'd, I'd have like two or three nights a week where I would edit. And now usually I just do it, yep. I, I like usually Thursday nights inside Scoop Folks is, I usually stay up on Thursdays probably like two or three in the morning and do all that stuff. But instead of like breaking yep. out all of the nights, I'll start much later. Yeah. I'll, I'll start much later. And so Fridays I'm a little, I'm a little hazy, but it's all, it's all a choice, you know? So it, it's really... Oh, yeah. And what when you were saying about your daughter thinking you're doing something corny, I see it differently for you. I see that you are taking a non-traditional route, and, be, and that's your business, mm-hmm. and you're working really hard. And your daughter, when she's at that crossroad, a thing of what she should do in life, or you know whatever, she's gonna look at what dad does and mom does, by the way, too. So we mm-hmm. should give a plug, RachelGloria.com. You know she's also an artist and doing oh. some great stuff, also. But you're inspiring to believe in themselves and whatever that true calling is to be true to themselves. And that's how I look at it. That's what I've really come to learn is you're inspiring people by being your truest self. And that's, that's really, you know, as a parent, that's really one of the greatest gifts we can give our kids, man. Oh, for sure, dude. I, I, I appreciate that. And I, I couldn't agree with you more. You know, I mean, it's, uh, it's definitely uh, not a traditional route, <laughs> um, right. but, but yeah, no, like you said, you know, I want, I want them to know that, you know, if you just, you put in the work, you grit your teeth, you bust your ass, you can make it happen, whatever it may be. You know what I mean? And that, like, even that coming out of my mouth sounds so, like, corny dad, like, talk, but I mean, it's so true, you know? It's like, yo, I was spray painting on shit in my spare time, and then all of a sudden, like, 
you know, I have a business where I can do this, you know, like it's, it's really some crazy shit. I think yeah. about it sometimes, but yeah. It's beautiful. Yeah. Pa- uh, better letter hand painted signs.com. I mean, I, I would, I would yeah. argue that it's not the easiest to remember. It doesn't roll off the tongue, but Yo, I know we got to figure that one out. It's a, it's a lengthy one. Cause I've had to like, a lot of times when I end up like telling people, I'm like, ah, let me text it to you in a minute, you know? <laughs> yeah, it's like, because you're like, uh, but, 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 yeah, yeah. But I mean, they do killer work, so it backs up, you know, and just shows they can do signs with a lot of letters and a lot of characters. So, yeah, it, it works itself out. But, uh, yeah, I definitely uh, I definitely cool. dig that. Now, uh, being in Maine, I got, I, got, I got two and a half more for you. Being in Maine, like, there's so many different breweries oh, yeah. and stuff. You know what? You know what would you? Uh, what do you? What are you drinking these days? Or what, you know what do you? What are you into? I mean, there's you're spoiled as hell up there. So I mean, it's probably oh, change, changes on the regular. God. Yeah, it's we are for sure super spoiled in in Portland, and I feel like it's pretty much like every month or two something new drops, and I'm like, oh my goodness, you know what I mean? Like it's <laughs> right now, currently in the moment. Uh, Definitive has a sour out uh, called Portals, and it's with, like, mango and vanilla. And I'm like, oh, man, I've been just it, – it's perfect summertime. Like, they – you know, kudos to them for dropping this right when the heat came because it's, like, the perfect mix. Um, that's got, that's what I've been drinking pretty much the last last couple of weeks here. But, um, but, yeah, man, no, there's no so many, so many spots, and I'm definitely a Oxbow frequent – I mean, they have the surf casting, um, which is, uh, I think it has like lime and sea salt in it. They had that one drop earlier in the year, and that's just another perfect summer beer. Um, yeah, those two are kind of the ones I've been digging the most recently. Yeah, well, last time I was up there, it was March, yeah, and we checked, we went over to uh, the new the new spot, Definitive, over there in, uh, you yep. know, um, yeah, over, over by you know, Allagash and what have you. So, yeah, it was really cool. And we, mm-hmm. met, you know, we met Laura over there. Uh, she'll be on She'll be on oh, there. Yeah. Yeah, she's yeah, going to be on. Yeah, okay. Yeah, yeah, definitely. You know, it's funny. Like, I actually just met her for the first time um, probably a month ago, and she's the one that put me onto the portals. Uh, we, like, stopped by there because we had, like, chatted on the, the uh, on Instagram before, just kind of like, you know, like, oh, snap, like, you're doing stuff for this person. Oh, cool, cool. You know, it's such a small world up here. Um, and my wife works, like, right next to that place. So we stopped by down there and like introduced ourselves and she's like, yo, try this one out. It's kind of crazy, but, and yeah, it's, it's been steady going down. So good looking, Laura. Appreciate it. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> and we, yeah, cause I was there, it was, we, we had guys weekend and it was whoever planned it was a terrible, but it was, it was St. Patrick's Day weekend, which is kind of amateur hour, <laughs> but we went over there to one industrial and that was new. And so we hit there first. So I was like, Whoa, like one of these things is not new. Like I've never seen this before. And so, yeah. We rocked it at Definitive, and then you know did the did the, the Allagash tour, which if you haven't done, folks, it's I've done it a couple of times. It's always awesome, and uh, oh, you know yeah. we hit the we hit 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 the you know the circle, and I came back because they they dropped these cans with uh, Burlington Beer Company that were just these, it was a killer like maple stout, and I was just I was like oh and I, I yeah I mentioned and I mentioned the podcast. She's like wait you do the and I just had Hugh McCormick on and it was like it was it was pretty cool man like she like had listened to the podcast yeah and I was like oh wow people actually listen other than my like my mom and my you know my wife so it was cool <laughs> oh yeah man come on I actually went I was I listening know, I know. like I, I like went through a couple I was listening to you know Will's and I listened to Hugh's because I, I actually don't know Hugh personally but I mean you know obviously like like I said right. yeah removed and and his stuff 
killer. But uh, yeah, I got a chance to listen to that. A couple other folks on there, I was like, oh my gosh, like, pretty uh, pretty stacked stacked yeah. list here. I feel honored pretty... to be on the. Uh... Oh come <laughs> on, yeah, um, it was it was a, yeah, it was a no brainer, my friend. Um, now you like I said, your your story is a good story. You know, it just shows how you know you've been working your ass off and being you know doing what you love since you know you can remember. You know, what advice would you have for somebody? you know, getting started, you know, kind of like, you know, like we were talking about before, like looking at you as inspiring and seeing somebody who's put in, you know, put in the years, the tears, the beers, you know, all that, you know, the grind, you know, what would you say to somebody kind of get on the jump getting started? Sure. Yeah, no, I would say, uh, you know, obviously, like I mentioned a little earlier, don't be afraid to suck for a minute, you know, like in the the Instagram I do love that. I do love that. Your world, you know, like it, it really, kind of puts this pressure on you for everything for you to put out to be like, you know, 500 likes, a thousand likes, like, nah, like, fuck that. Like be okay with like, you know, kind of sitting in your lab, in your studio, wherever your space is and just working shit out. Like do your research, you know, study why things work, why they don't work. And don't be afraid to suck for a minute, you know, like just, (laughs) just work, work through it. And like the hours and the time that you put into it will translate into some sort of success, however you see it. So I think that's kind of like what I would tell people is just don't, don't get too hyped up on like, you know, the, what everyone else is doing or whatever, what you see out there, you know, like just, if it's something you really love and something you're really into, grind it out, go sit down. Like I said, do your research and just put in the hours, put in the hours. And that's, Kind of what I would say. I mean, uh, yeah. Uh, yeah I guess. There's no, yeah. There's no, uh, yeah. There's no cheat code. There's no secret, uh, you know, uh, no, level skip. Yeah. No. Uh, <laughs> you know, like, I would argue. I'd argue. Both, I mean, <laughs> yeah, but I don't know. I think that if you don't have, if you didn't have those early stories or projects, you know, that you might not show me, you know, if I or, or post publicly, but like that's, you know, that's part of it makes you appreciate things too. I think you know the the struggle oh, sometimes oh, oh. is. Yeah. So, I mean, yeah. I, I think, I think, I think in it, it'd be nice to, to be younger and be successful. You know, as you get older, you're kind of like, ah, oh, like a couple of totally. years back. But, yeah. <laughs> right. But I think that, yeah, it's just, it's really great to see, you know, and you're just a great example. You know, your, your work is, is unique and it's, it's full of life and it's really, you know, it's like, uh, you know, the, the, the high contrast is, is really, even just like you're saying, you know, your wife being a huge help with that, you know, your choices with that. I mean, oh, yeah. Your your I I think that your geometric and your letters would work. You know, obviously, like that you're unique mm. in of itself. But if that if it was, if it was kind of flat and dull, like the paint choices you use or the colors, it it wouldn't be it wouldn't be as like it wouldn't scream yeah. from miles away. You know. Yeah, yo, I'm gonna I'm gonna put this out there, and this isn't just because I'm gonna tell my wife to listen to this, but you can see a very defining moment before and after. I met my wife I met my wife and she started looking at the work I was doing like it's just true I give her all the credit in the world for that like she just the the color palette is so huge you know when it comes to like especially creating walls it's so 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 important and her eye for it and her understanding of color just like you know helped me out so much so yeah yeah dude it's uh, <laughs> all her credit i give all the credit to her i guess you know? and that's another yeah another smart piece of advice right there right yeah i mean i think that's a, yeah it's a, it's great yeah and she yeah rachelgloria.com we'll give another plug there yeah i think it's really uh it's really great 
Um, and this last one is going to be good because I'm excited for it. So no pressure. But as I said, I got started on the radio. You know what? What type mm-hmm. of music are you listening to? Do you have certain music you're listening to when you're when you're creating? Like what, what's going on? Do you have or do you like silence because you're so such level of detail? Yeah. <laughs> uh, no, you know it's it's uh this sounds this might sound strange coming from you know an old guy like me, but it's pretty much different genres of rap music. <laughs> so I mean, it's like I have kind of the. Uh, the more mellow kind of, I guess you could put flying Lotus in there. Like, so I guess you wouldn't be necessarily considered rap more like beat making, but like I'll listen to beats like uh flying Lotus, Mad Lib, obviously like since day one, um, that for kind of the more chill settings, but then I can switch over. Like when it's a big wall and it's very physical, it's kind of like, you're kind of getting a workout, you know what I mean? So it's like, you want to hear something a little more aggressive, like, run the jewels or like freddie gibbs or something you know what i mean like so there's i guess it's it's kind of tailored to how much physical activity is actually happening you know like sitting in the studio is more chill and then outside painting a big wall up on a lift it's a little more a little more active now if i if you looked at the pieces could you say i was i was listening to this this record or this this album or what style would be yo that's so crazy like oh man so so i have certain albums that were either released or they were just like just really heavy in my playlist during certain times um of painting walls and you know like when you're painting uh these spots it's like you're there for days and days and days and you know uh, you got your headphones in and for some reason i don't know why this happens but like i end up replaying the same album a lot of times for at specific places so there's like songs I'll hear and be like, Oh my gosh, I remember when I was up on the lift on this one, you know, like it's, it's weird how that's connected, but it totally is. What songs? What do you got? We'll, we'll, we'll throw them in the episode. Yeah. All right. So let me think. So actually, so I painted um, artisan craftsman supply here, which is the art store. And when I was painting that um, Tyler, the creator's flower boy came out and that was just like on repeat because like with his music, I mean, he, he does all the production on it and stuff and there's like layers to it. So I was like, you know, I'd hear something and be like, Oh, Whoa, like they have a full set of strings in that. So I would play it again. So I see that wall and I think of that, like when I did standard gastro club, um, chance, the rapper came out with uh was it like three? I think it's like, yeah, third coloring book, tape, coloring like book. The last one. Yeah. yeah. Coloring book. My bad. Yeah. Coloring yeah, book. Yeah. He came out with that. So like, that is i'll hear songs from that and be like oh man that was so cool like right when i finished up that spot and like the lift was halfway in the street like you know it's uh yeah man no there's like certain ones that are just connected to certain walls it's crazy yeah i love it yeah no see and yeah big shout to will over at uh, standard gastro pub we love that spot we cannot wait to get back we can't wait to see the expansion you know i got rid of the gas tank so i know that was had your pieces on there but uh I think we'll yeah. yeah it'll, the next level is gonna be it's gonna be awesome. So excited for 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 that. Oh, sure, love, yeah. love me some love me some Lakeland. Yeah, exactly. Will's the man. So mm. yeah. <laughs> well, you you did it, man. See, you're a natural. We could do this for hours, bro. You're good. You're good oh, to no go. Oh, oh, that's crazy. Oh yeah, I just actually looked at this. Yo, it's been an hour. That's insane, dude. Like yeah. Wow. Cool. All right. I was like, yo, like Loki. I was pretty nervous. 
Like I was like, I was like, what do I say? Like, am I gonna say something stupid? Like, do I even have any interesting things to talk about? But see, that see, yeah, I'm, yeah, I'm not, yeah, I'm not gonna, yeah. Well, thank you, yeah, I've uh, I've gotten that, so I'm, I'm blessed. But uh, yeah, I really like, you know, I just think that people, it's nice when they know that we can edit it out or remove something, and but people don't normally totally. sit back yeah. and kind of get introspective on themselves and what they've done and where they've come from, and so I hopefully. Right. Uh, yeah, hopefully you know you'll you'll think about it and realize how hard you've worked and how you're inspiring others and you're literally with all the murals and the pieces that you're putting up around town you're literally making the world a better place man so i just wanted to you know thank you thank and, you so much yeah, I, I really appreciate it i look forward to, i look forward to you know meeting in person and you know thanking you and just uh you know and uh like i said i, I really respect what you're doing ryan it's, it's really cool to be able to have you be a part of this Hey, thank you so much. And right back at you, man. Definitely right, cool. got to meet in person when you come up here. Hell yeah. Looking forward to it. And uh, again, you know, RyanWritesOnThings.com. RyanWritesOnThings on Instagram. Ryan likes to have really long uh, handles and URLs for his businesses and companies. .com. All right, man. Well, I thank you. I thank you so much. And uh, yeah, we'll definitely be seeing you soon. All right. Thanks, man. Much appreciated. All right. Later, man. Incredible. There you have it, folks. The essential Ryan Adams. Ryan writes on things. Better letter hand painted signs. Interview. Right here on the 16-ounce canvas, the Auto Craft Beer Podcast. I think it's a great episode. I'm, I'm excited to see, you know, how things evolve with his work, with his kind of uh, graffiti realism. I think it's dope what he's doing. You know, he just did a piece for uh, our girl Lizzo, who we've been uh, supporting for a while now. So it's great to see her you know, drop uh, her first top 10 album. She's amazing. If you're not following Lizzo Beats, get on that shit and... Uh, Huge thanks to Melissa Sue Stanley for introducing us to that way back in the day when we met with her and Max in Chi-Town. We had a great soundtrack for this episode. You know, we had some Flying Lotus. We featured, you know, Robotussin, Moore featuring Anderson Pock, Tyler the Creator, and now you're hearing Chance the Rapper who just announced his new album's coming out, I think, at the end of the month, end of July. Pretty excited about this. Uh, love the fact that, you know, Ryan thinks of this album when he thinks of standard gastropub like we said we're doing the great event you know the the hubbub with uh will holmes the all roads hub september 28th and 29th in bridgeton maine it's gonna be dope we're gonna have some great artists live art live music food trucks beer and just an experience like you've you know never seen before it's the uh, evolution of the autocraft beer event we did last year in new haven and just really hoping that you'll You'll come out and join us. Go to theartofcraftbeer.com. More information will be posted soon. Working on all the promo now with our boy Zach Brady, Zach Brady Designs. And life is good, man. We're really happy. We're really appreciative. We thank everyone for joining. We've got some great, great episodes in the hopper. We've, you know, we've recorded a ton of stuff, so we're ready. We're busy. We just, you know, uh, next month we'll be on Beer Heritage Radio, uh, on Heritage Radio, Beer Sessions Radio with Jimmy Carbone. We just were at the New York City Brewers Choice uh, event, which was wonderful. Had some great, you know, 
it was really like about farm to table, you know, malt and yeast and everyone was there. It was educational. It was delicious. You know, it was, it was great. You know, Plan B was there. Foam was there. A lot of other great uh, breweries. Our wife was there and just was really nice to, to kind of connect with some folks. Got to meet the crew over at Beer Wax, which was a huge honor. Met my boy Miguel, beer trekker we've had on the episode before. We've been in touch with for months, but we've never met in person. Look for a little sexy photo of the two of us coming out soon. And just, uh, it's really, really great. There's just a lot of great people out there. And we're really uh, honored to be a part of this community and continue to grow organically and do it, you know, on our own terms. And that's with you. And we're just doing something really cool. So don't be a stranger. Also, do me a solid. Go buy one of our glasses, 16OunceCanvas.com slash store. Dune Hager. It's our first and hopefully will be many uh, in our artist series. I think we're going to try to uh, convince Ryan to, to do one uh, in the future at some point. So look for that. But let's get that uh, let's get that shit sold out before, uh, you know, in the pre-sale. would be cool. 16ozcanvas.com slash store. 16ozcanvas on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. Use the hashtag. It is... It's becoming a phenomenon, and we're really excited. And we got a lot of uh, a lot of great stuff lined up for you. So uh, don't don't sleep. Don't you know? We got some. Don't sleep on us. And we got some good stuff, and we can't wait to continue to share with you. Thank you, thank you, thank you. The hubbub is real. The hubbub is happening, and it's going to be something special, just like you. All right, we're just gonna let this track go. Some friends, some friends. I'm going to moan. All right, take it away, Chance. Even when I change, a nigga never change, oh I always bring my friend, my friends, my friend, my friends, oh When I was so young before I could remember I would always treat my kind of family members Even when I change, a nigga never change, oh I always bring my friends, my friends, my friends, my friends, oh Hey, it's me again I realized that we talked through most of that track, and I was, I've been feeling the coloring book. It's one of our favorites. It's not very often we get to play some music we did back on the radio. So if you haven't heard that full track, I think you should definitely, first of all, if you haven't heard coloring book, then where you've been for the last three years. But this is a Chance of Rapper featuring Jeremiah and Francis and the Lights. And then it's cool because if you go check out Francis and the Lights, he's got a bunch of tracks featuring Chance. He's kind of that bony bear vibe to it. And so let's just get into it. Here it is. Summer Friends right here on the 16-ounce canvas. The Art of Craft Beer. Enjoy. Back and I got 
gotta stay at grandma care. Bunch of tank top, nappy headed bikes, stealing shadow boys. None of my niggas ain't had no debt. None of my niggas ain't had no choice. JJ, Mikey, Lil Derek, and them. 79th Street was America then. Ice cream truck in the beauty supply. Blockbuster movies and hoes again. We were still catching lightning bugs when the plague hit the backyard. Had to come in that dark. Cause the big shorties act hard, okay now they grab a grand crossing. First day, niggas shooting. Summer school get to losing students, but the CPD get new recruitment. I summer don't, I summer, I summer don't get no shine no more. I summer die, I summer time, don't got no time no more. Summer friends don't stay. Summer friends just stay. Hey. Stay around. Yeah. Summer friends, summer friends. Some friends don't stay. Some friends don't stay. Hey, stay around here. Ooh, I used to kill them with the lawn here. Mama has salon doing perms out the armchair. Yeah, we're working late. He treat the girl like it's a timeshare. I would mow some lawns for my ones like a launcher. Yeah. Now I'm the same way Overtime, all the time, every night eh? Ready my blessing, I'm ready, I'll wait Never let a friendship get in my way Never let a block get in my way Make the whole song do whatever I say 79, 79, 79, babe 79, 79, 79, babe Some of my homegirls Got lost in the paperwork They was good friends, but I make the flirt Cause if it ain't work, can't make it work It's been a minute since I caught on a friend Fucked up and fucked all my friends Stick around, some friends, some friends. Some friends don't stick around. Stick around, yeah. Even when I change 